welcome back everybody. I'm welcome Matt. Back. I'm Jimmy. We are two average guys here to talk to you about little Husker football. Um, Jimmy, what do you think about the game on Saturday? I think it was probably about the the worst Husker football game I've ever watched. Yeah. It is probably about the best way I could put it. Okay. Yeah, I mean, and we were just talking just a little bit ago. That, that might have been one of the worst <laughs> overall performances I have seen. And I'm I'm about to be 34. I don't know when I started watching Husker football at a young age, but that is definitely the worst game I have watched in Husker football history. Just from an all-around the all-around game. Well, there was no – I had zero positives from that game. The first Husker football game I remember was the Florida State 1993. Um, could have been another national championship for Nebraska. Okay. I don't think I've seen a worse game. Um, I know back in the Sioux era, some of those offenses were really bad, uh, but the defense was so good it didn't matter. Um, all around, that was in all phases of the game. Probably the worst performance I've seen. Yeah. Donnie, Pootie, welcome to the show. Wednesday night, day before Thanksgiving. Um, That's why we got extra beers. Yeah, we got got a few extras tonight. Just uh, in the game, like you said, it's all-around effort, all-around play was just absolutely atrocious. I mean, we we lost on the lines on both sides of the ball. Um, we, We made... Brandon Peters looked like a Heisman and we have, quarterback. We have for years. I mean, maybe not for years. I, we went to the Illinois game in 2018, uh-huh. and it was um, – what's his name was the starting quarterback? A.J. Bush. A.J. – yeah. Or uh, was A.J. Bush? Yeah. yeah. Um, and we made him look great. Well, I mean, in the run game. In the run game. In the run game, yeah. But um, – God, we made yeah, Brandon man. Peters look good in the run game and the pass game. Yeah. We, just, we tend to do that with mediocre to – you know, low average, <laughs> below average quarterbacks yeah. and make them look a lot better than they actually are. Um, yeah, I mean, starting right off the bat, I mean, obviously that first play of the game I thought should have been reviewed. For one, Luke was past the line of scrimmage, and two, he threw the ball forward. Uh, for whatever reason, they didn't, they did not uh, think that it should be reviewed. And then, you know. A couple of plays later, Illinois fumbles the ball forward for however many About yards. Five yards almost. And I, not that we probably would have stopped him anyway, but it just right off the bat seemed like it wasn't going to go our way and definitely snowballed from there. Yeah, and, and like you said, it, it didn't start off well for us. For one, uh, that was a that was a freshman mistake from Luke. I mean, he right. tried throwing the ball as he was about to get hit. Uh, Wandale was not really even open. No. There was another guy right there. I think if he would have even made a good pass, I think it would probably would have intercepted. Uh, but he throws it into the ground. Again, the, the fact that it wasn't reviewed, um, that that wasn't good. Then, you, like you said, you had the fumble forward where they gained extra yards, about three to five yards I think is what it was. Um, clearly he was down. They showed the replay on TV. They're like, no, he was down. It's not a fumble. And then he didn't go to review. They're lining up to run another play. And even the, the color commentary is like, what? They're, okay, I guess we're not reviewing it. And, um, right. I'll have to get some more insight from my dad tomorrow. <laughs> I I text him, but I haven't – text him during the game. Yeah. He never responded. Well, so well, and then, I'll talk to him about it. But Not, not only that, but then there was a, another – their next possession, they had a third and one. We stopped them. Oh, 100%. We, 100%. we stopped them. and he, what, didn't, he didn't even make it back to the line of scrimmage. 100%. No, I not. mean, and if it was – I mean, at least, at least review it and – 
and bring the chains out. I mean, they didn't even do anything. They just automatically right. assumed it was a first down, but they gave him, and we saw a couple other games that day where refs were given like a yard, yard and a half extra yards when it was just horrible. It wasn't, right. and they reviewed it. But those are three replays that we should have had go in our favor. Not, not that honest. that necessarily would have changed the outcome of the game, but it changes the mentality. Because we weren't stopping. I mean, we, yeah. we couldn't stop anybody. And, it, early yeah. on, that, that kind of set the tone for the game in my mind, uh, and that. That right. made that did make a difference early it, it, on, it, and it could, like you said, in between the years, it, yep. it can change the game a little bit. So, Sean Hanna, welcome. Um, so, Donnie asks, "Are you guys worried about the lack of emotion from this team?" Um, you know, I, during that game, that was the first game that I didn't see the fire from our linebackers. I didn't see the celebrating. And again, early on, the first play of the game for Nebraska is a turnover, and they go down and score really quickly and reverse the field. I mean, that's that immediately yeah. I think took the wind out of the guys. And again, it, and that, there's no crowd there, so you know that emotion just never picked back up. Yeah, um, it's really hard when you can't you know have a big play and hear the roar of the crowd in Memorial Stadium. So yeah. I, I can understand that, um, but it's got to come from somewhere. I mean, other teams, it's coming from other guys on other teams. So well. Um, well, and it sucks too because I really wanted to talk about that video that they came out with after the Penn State game, where they t- where they showed Adrian Martinez talking to the guys. He yeah. was named not the starting quarterback for Penn State. I'm sure everybody's seen the video, um, and he was like, "I don't care. I just want to win." Yeah. Like, and he's a captain. It was an amazing video, um, and then they showed how. Things went in that Penn State game, and it was like, all right, all right, we got guys with the right mindset. And then it was a complete 180. Yeah. And, again, I don't know if it was just the start of the game that blew the wind out of our sails, but maybe there, we, there was something. The energy from the beginning of that game was totally different. Um, and I, I don't know what it is. I, mean, yeah, I don't I'm, know if they got a W and they thought that, oh, we're playing Illinois. This is going to be our easiest game yeah. on the schedule this year. Um, so this is going to come easy, and it's uh, it obviously didn't. Yeah. So Donnie, I, I am I'm personally worried about it because if we don't see it against Iowa, then we have to. Add, there's a lot more questions that need to be answered from the coaching staff as to what's going on. I mean, you got guys like Doman and Reimer and um, uh, Nelson and Caleb Tanner. I mean, you got guys that are always pumped up. Boodle and Cam right. Taylor. He didn't feel that energy and in that no, game. No, Nelson looked really, really slow. Oh, don't, even, don't even get me started he, on him. He, I know you're texting me a bunch. I don't know how. I don't know how. Because he, he's, he's looked like so intense every time you've seen him, and it, lately it just seems I, like he's lost know. a little bit. I don't know how he got a black shirt this year. I mean, I haven't seen anything in a single game to say, you know what, Garrett Nelson, you've played really well. And I, I'm going to give you a black I, shirt. I, I don't want to talk bad about the kids, but. Um, it, it's tough because, you know, especially last year, he seemed like, you know, beast. Yeah. And then now, you know, there there are some guys like Ty Robinson and some of the, you know, guys that does seem like, and maybe they don't show fire on the field. Yeah. But um, big guys up front type of guys that, that have been playing pretty well. Not saying they had their best game this last game. Mm-hmm. But they're going to have to figure some things out pretty quick because Iowa's starting to run it up a little bit on teams and that could be a recipe I, I was, for disaster. I was they're figuring to start the season and now they're three and two. And they did they squeak into that top twenty five? I think so. I think they're twenty fourth. Yeah. Which is fine. Um but but back I, I gotta go back to Nelson and just some of the guys on the team because again we handed out I think what ten black shirts um 12. 12, 12 black shirts. 
But if you watch, I'm specifically pointing out Garrett Nelson. Just I, I can critique the guy. I like him still. But you saw, yeah, you saw multiple plays where they do a QB read. Again, you got Brandon Peters at quarterback. A QB read, generally, he's not going to take it often. But he did against us way more than what we probably thought. But there were times when Nelson breaks down, which is great, but I'd rather see him attack the ball. You watched North. He looked West- a little hesitant. If you watch Northwestern, their linebackers do not hesitate. Right. They they'd rather make a mistake on the field and not make the same mistake again. They attack the ball every play. That's why they beat Wisconsin. That's why they beat us. That's, that's why, why they're, they're going to go undefeated. undefeated. They're going to go undefeated. It's because their defense. Their offense is not good. It's not great. Their defense fuels that team, and they have energy every spot on that defense. And they're they're exciting to watch. I I can't even believe I'm saying that, but they're not a great team. They have a great defense, and that defense is the motor behind them. Um, so that's, that's two cents there. But um, got a couple questions here. Let's get to this. So right. uh, Pudi asked, why can't Jurgen snap the ball? You can understand it. Last year has to improve. It won't matter who's playing QB. Agreed. And, um, and it sucks because we had talked about it before. He – He's a good run blocker. I mean, he's yeah, good. He's, he's a good offensive he's good lineman. In general. He can get to that second level, and I mean, if you if you watch him, he's really good. But he's got to figure it out. I don't know if you got to spend a whole freaking week of practice just snapping, and maybe he is. But yeah. something is not. And I don't know if bringing in two different, you know, changing quarterbacks around is is screwing things up a little bit there. Um, it shouldn't. It shouldn't. But they both, you know, Luke's been a little faster tempo wise. Um, yeah. So I don't know. There, there's some logistical stuff there that. Yeah. But it's been two years. I mean, it's been a year and a half. And, and just, just to point out something with Adrian Martinez and Cam Jurgens, Adrian got worse once Cam started playing center. That's true. Um, again, I don't know what the reason is, but another question with that is why don't we put our quarterbacks under center? Right. Both can run the ball. Both have speed. Both. You know, Martinez is a guy that can take a hit over Luke, but... Luke's tougher than I thought for a little guy, but... He is, and he's tough. There's no doubt about his toughness. He he is a McCaffrey after all, but... We're having trouble snapping the ball. Put the quarterback under center. Give the guy just some easy snaps. Build some of that confidence, and then go back to the shotgun if you want to, but Nebraska has never been a shotgun team until, you know, however long ago, but... I've, I would love to see a quarterback go under center. We're not running the option play, which we have the speed. We have the running backs. We're not using our running backs either. There's yeah, we just, really haven't been using running that. I mean, that's just a whole topic in itself. I mean, we just don't really have a whole heck of a lot of guys that yeah. you can talk about on offense. Mm-hmm. Do you know what most of the offense is for Nebraska? Freshman. Do you know what most <laughs> of the offensive yardage for Nebraska running. is? Quarterback. Quarterback runs, and that doesn't mean that they're designed runs. Yeah. No, Luke yeah. McCaffrey running the ball 26 times in a game is not That's what not the you would want plan. to say, this is what we want to do to win this football game. No, And I think Frost even mentioned that in the presser afterwards, like he's running the ball too much because that's not the game plan. Exactly. Um, let's get to a question here. Joni, welcome to the show. Joni asks, penalties are killing us. Why do you think Scott is not making any adjustments at halftime? How do you pick up the morale of this team? Man, that is like a jackpot question, Joni. I it love is. it. Um, I've never coached football. Uh, I only played a little bit of football when I was younger. I watched the game a lot. I try to study the game a lot to try to provide good insight when we do this show. Right. Picking up morale of the team is really hard when you're not winning. 
And you haven't been winning for and that is really, And that's why I thought after Penn State, we'd see a turnaround in the season. And, and Especially beating a Penn State and coming back and playing Illinois, a team that we've beaten – and and we and we said majority of the times we've ever played them. And we we even said we could win out. Now I'm thinking we might not win another game. Yeah. And so that that morale, I mean, you got to do something different and and Scott's got to figure it out. The other coaches have to figure it out. Um, Sean thinks it's a culture thing. Um, used to be we didn't have to worry about getting up for games. Now with this culture that we have is totally different. We have no expectation on the team to be great anymore. It doesn't seem like. So Well, and the biggest like the question Jody asked was adjustments at halftime. We've talked about it every single week, every game. and it, it for, hasn't for changed. Years. It hasn't changed. Since Bill Callahan, we've had um, asked the same question. Oh, yeah. I mean, you're talking Bo Pelini coaching Nebraska against UCLA up 24-3, and you lose 49-24, to whatever the score was. Yeah, um, yeah it's – I don't know, cause I like like Matt said. I never coached. I've coached a little hockey. And I could tell you some more about that, but um, half, especially halftime adjustments. I mean, we come out flat. Um, other teams seem to make some serious adjustments yeah. to how we're playing and use it against us, yep. and then we use it against ourselves almost it seems like yeah and i, so, I was i was hopeful because we we've been a first half team terrible in the second half um and so i, I was really hoping the second half would come out and do something different and it was just the same old same old i mean i don't know um another good question from Joni here is if we're doing something good in the game why can't we keep doing it do we think the fast-paced offense would help the team and make the opponent's defense get tired fast i mean both good questions so why don't we do what's working? Well, in the Illinois game, really nothing was working, to be honest. Um, I think in that game, what we needed to do to establish some sort of offense and positive offense was start using our tight ends yep. and start using our running backs. When it, when you start struggling as a quarterback to make passes to your wide receivers or wide receivers are dropping passes, you got to change something and do something something quick, well, something simple, a bootleg, a uh, uh, quick option. I mean, you got to do something different, and we made zero adjustments, and that's the, frustrating. The problem I see is we haven't been able to run the ball consistently, and we ha- don't have a downfield throw threat. So what that means is we have no, short passes, <laughs> and they can load the box and keep our runs to a minimum. Maybe Maybe Luke gets out and runs for first down but for the most part they can kind of contain that quarterback run game or that running back handoff but can also kind of keep it tight with the short passes so there's no real threat they can have a lot of guys up yeah and if you go two yards one or two yards on first down and a couple yards on second down and then you're in a jam they can Bring the heat, or dude, you know that's when you go over the top. And you, right, you, that's you, what you said. That's you what you that. said. The tight yeah. ends. I agree with that. Uh, you got a six-eight Allen, and I mean Allen's. He, he's he's caught a, a an okay number of passes. He's done. He's done. Well. Um, you know, you see him a lot. Bullock's big too, and he caught a couple of passes too. I know it sucks having stole out. Yeah, but uh, I mean, the, you got to figure something out. Yeah, I, I don't know if Dedrick Mills is going to be playing this week or not. 
But man, Marvin Scott looked good early in the game. Um, we had Ramirez went in, but didn't really. Yeah. I mean, he didn't really play a uh, whole again, lot. Didn't really do a whole lot. Man, if people go, if people go back to our preseason show and were to watch that, you're gonna think that we're total hacks and don't know shit about football. Because we we hyped up our wide receivers, we hyped up our running backs. I will say the there was a little concern on wide receiver, and it was mo- mostly because well, we built more depth go- going on right before it was that we you know all of a sudden we didn't really know if Omar was going to play or what what situation yeah. was there. So there was some question marks there, but there. And the way the running back room has seemed, it seems like it's so deep, like, dang, some of these guys might leave. Yeah. And now we can't even get anybody on the field. So Again, a lot of youth, though. It is. We have a lot of young guys. At any point in time, we got eight freshmen on the field on offense. So, yes, we're a freshmen or freshmen. So, yes, there's a lot of youth, but at some point, the youth needs to play, and we got to give them the ball. Xavier Betts. He's been about and Marcus and Marcus Fleming as advertised, right? Those two have showed the most promise at that position. Yeah, um, I mean, obviously, Wandale is kind of a hybrid type of position, but um, those guys look like they'll be good. Yeah, uh, it's just you know, from one game you got six catches for seventy yards, and then the next game you got none. So we got to find a little bit more consistency. Yeah, for those, but they're young guys, and they're going to be freshmen again next year because they're going to get a redshirt year, yep. no matter how many games they play, which is good. Yeah. Well, and here's the thing too. So, so Joni asked about why don't we keep doing what's working? The Xavier Betts little jet sweep pass thing that we did. That wasn't technically a jet sweep, but it was a little, a little whoop, whoopsie doodle right in front. It worked. Not that I want to do that six, seven times a game like we do the swing passes, but. You can build off of that and build different plays around that because right. now he's a threat. Yep, and he's a threat now, and we never did it again, and we haven't seen it since. The, you can do like five or six different plays off, right? Of that, and we haven't done it. or more. Yeah. Um, what has kind of worked? Mm-hmm. Um, like a little out throws to bets at the sidelines. That seems like that's where he's caught most of his passes for six to eight yards yep. or eight to ten yards, and. When McCaffrey came in in the Northwestern game, after Adrian got pulled, yep. he came in, ball to Fleming, ball to Betts, ball to Betts. It was like, okay, yeah, we can do this. Yeah. And I, we, we didn't see as much of it in that Penn State game, yep. and we didn't see hardly any of it in the Illinois game. So yeah, I, and you know, I don't, I just, I don't know what the answer is on offense because I feel like we have talent there. I feel like we're not using it, and I don't know why. Is it a trust issue? Is it? Is it really the play calling? Is I don't I find it hard to believe. Like a lot of people pointed our offensive line and timing, but listen, people made so many you know talked about Adrian Martinez so much about how bad he was, how bad he was doing, and then Luke comes in and he had a this, spark right off the bat, but as things have progressed, yeah, it kind of seems back to the same type of way that it was for Adrian. But if you're on Twitter, people are like, oh well, the offensive line didn't do well. The receivers are doing this, this and that. Like, those are the same things that were happening for Adrian. Well, right now it doesn't matter who her quarterback is, I don't think. And what is funny is, on the flip side of that coin, Adrian came in, and it was later in the game. I don't know, maybe Illinois had a bunch of backup type of players in, but Adrian came in and went boom, 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 kind of like Luke had done. Yeah. So it's kind of like, man, you know, what What do you do? Yeah. So it will be interesting to see Friday. I think that Luke probably gets the start. Yeah. 
I don't know, again, I don't know why maybe we don't try to have them both on the field at the same time. If you do that, uh, Adrian Martinez is your quarterback. He's not He's not a different position player. He's a quarterback. Yeah. I mean, it, and so a couple questions here we'll get to. Um, asking about leaving the Big Ten, money talks, and getting out of the Big Ten. We, we've talked about that before, like where would we go. Everyone thinks back to the Big 12. I'm fine with that. We, we can recruit in Texas. We've done it before. If we go back to Big 12, I think we'd be successful there. Um, but I, just, I don't know. I don't know if that's the answer. It's, we we got to figure, we gotta, we gotta figure our shit out I know out football first. is the biggest thing. It's the, it's the moneymaker for college athletics. Yeah. But there is Big Ten basketball. There's Big Ten volleyball. Obviously, those don't scratch the surface of what yeah. you know, Big Ten football makes. But uh, there's probably a lot more logistics in than just like, but well, we want to get out. Yeah, and we'll, we'll see what happens. There's I mean, contracts. There, I, there's TV contracts. There's money. There's guaranteed money. Yeah. It is what it is. We, we did talk about that, saying that, that that could happen in the next couple of years. We we wouldn't. I don't care. I don't I know wanna, when the. I want to see the Huskers win. Contracts up for the Nebraska. We got a couple years left. So, a um, couple more questions from Joni here. Um, are our guys out of shape? And our team looks like they're tired a lot. I don't honestly. I don't know if. It, it to I me. I don't know if it's that we're tired. I, it almost seems like guys are either out, like more out of position, or yes, like maybe read it the wrong way, um, yeah. and maybe a, some a running back comes out of the backfield and the linebackers covering them, and they're over here, and he goes yep. over there. I, you know, that's what it seems like to me, because our linebackers are good, like run. They're good at, with the run. Yep. I personally think. And Colin Miller out is – and they say he's out for the season. His career's done at Nebraska. But can't he come back? He can, but I think with the type of injury he had, he's it has to do with the spine too. I, yeah. I don't see him coming back. Right. Um, well, just too bad. You know, he, had a, he didn't have a good game, but nobody did on defense in general. But um, he, he had, had a really good game, game against Penn State. Penn State. Um, he's a guy that, again, not so great in coverage, but really good. You know, he's had a, he's had a good start to the year. But the biggest thing I see, and you ask if guys are out of shape, I just see guys, <clears throat> I think, out of position to where they're having to chase. Yep. And linebackers and defensive backs, guys that are good players mm-hmm. that somehow or another get out of place and either end up in no man's land or whatever the case might be, mm-hmm. and end up chasing. Even guys like Cam Taylor-Britt and the, some of those defensive backs, like, man, really? You're out of position that bad? Part of that's coaching, part of it's film. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's it's true. It part, coaching, practice, film, it, it's all three go together. And, again, never played football, but I can tell you that's what it is. If, if we're that far out of position so many times in the game, like we were against Illinois, what do we do to prepare? Well, I know they've and, had three quarterbacks, and, but well, – after the first quarter, too. Brandon Peters wasn't coming out. But also, it's them watching film on you, and they're seeing how they're getting, how you're falling out of position, and they're using that against you. Donnie, adios. Thanks for joining. Sorry I had to leave early. Check out our pod. Um, Dalton mentioned we need a fullback. Man, give, give me a fullback on that team. Give me another Janovich. Janovich, I was just going to say. Give me another. Um, um, Any of them, man. Uh, uh, Makovica, give me another one of those guys that are just going to bulldoze. We need to get the run game going. The run game opens the pass game. No one cares about our pass game right now. They know we don't have a deep threat. 
Well, not that we don't have a deep threat, but we're not going to throw it deep. They've seen Luke's arm. Yeah, They've when we seen, throw it deep, it goes for an interception and every it's just freaking wobbly time. And it just is not on. Anything not on over there. 10 yards is wobbly. So, and Adrian Martinez, we saw him throw some good passes in that game against Illinois, but again, the deep threat isn't quite there with him yet. I think he can do it. We just haven't done it with him yet. He's done year. it before. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We've seen plenty with so in the past, last two years. So uh, Paul says, sorry, I know the offense is lacking, but I have been disappointed about Nebraska's secondary. Too many big plays, too many mysteries. Agreed. Hope they start getting a boot in the butt. Realize no future and don't stop playing until the whistle blows. I mean, absolutely. I mean, yeah. obviously that's why you've seen, like, Miles Farmer getting more playing time. Um, Newsome. Um, Newsome. Maybe Newsom even. Or Quinn, Quinn Newsome, right? Newsome. Um Maybe Noah Gates. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't know. He might have gotten in. He's more. been on special teams, and he might have gotten in maybe later on in the game yeah. when it was kind of out of hand. But um, yeah, I mean, I like those guys. Those guys have been starters for three, two, three little, plus little years, this year. But some of them have really struggled, and and that was going into the season. What everybody was saying was probably the strongest group we had. <laughs> and I, I certainly Dude, thought talked, that. We talked about it in preseason, how our DBs were going to be exciting, our linebackers. Linebackers have shown. Like, this game, this game, absolutely not. No one did, but our, our coverage starts at the line of scrimmage. Our DBs play seven to eight yards off the wide receiver every damn play. Right. That opens – that gives them the short pass. We don't change our game, but we're, we don't want to get beat. But we're getting we're getting beat everywhere on the field. Maybe not deep. We're not seeing a lot of deep passes go over our our DBs. We're getting beat everywhere else. We're getting beat on the slants. We're getting beat on the out passes. We're getting beat in front. We're yeah. getting beat on third and eight. Every I think every third, I w- our I would third almost, down efficiency is what forty two percent on defense. Yeah, we're like one hundred and fifteenth in the country out of yeah. one hundred and twenty one. We're one of the worst in the country. And I don't know. And I would say that maybe. Teams are in more short yard, short third down yardage to gain. Yeah, but I'm not. I'm gonna not agree with that statement that I just made and say <laughs> that we literally just give up every freaking third down on defense. Just about. Yes. And, if, and again, it's, if it's third and ten or less, mm-hmm. they get it like ninety five percent of the time. Yeah, and again, it's to me. It's our, we've been dude. This is our sixth year doing doing this show. And I, I believe through six years we have always talked about jamming the wide jamming the wide receivers at the at the line of scrimmage. Mm-hmm. Get a body on them. You have a couple yard. You have those yards to get a body on them, slow them down in the beginning. Don't hold them, but jam them. Yeah. We never do that, and that oh, that drives me nuts. Drives me nuts. Um, hold on, I got to get to this real quick. There was a Sean left a comment. Sean, I'm getting to it. Um. But, you know, there, there's so many things. Joni says, I understand it's a new team, new year, but this has been going on for years no matter – exactly. I mean, we, we're, we're seeing some of the same things over the years. Well, what's very discouraging is when you have top 20, top 25 recruiting classes and these teams that you're playing against are way worse in, your, in the recruiting. I mean, Wisconsin and Iowa, they're, Nebraska's ahead of them. They're not that far behind, but Nebraska is ahead of them. Yep. Teams like Northwestern and Illinois – you know, teams in our division, we're like the best recruiting team in our division. Yeah. And we still get beat by half or more of the teams in our division. Yep. So something's got to change. Yeah, and like you said, it's it's frustrating. And that's, I don't know, I, I think that's where I would love to just see something different. And, yeah, we, we it's, it's a really young team. 
We are, again, we talked about last week, we have one of the youngest teams in the Big Ten. It's been like that for like the last three years, though, man. <sighs> yes and no. We, we had some, some juniors, seniors move out that had some that were pretty good. Um, yeah, yeah, Lamar Jackson and uh, Muhammad Barry. I mean, yeah. And you know my feelings on Mulberry, but you know. Yeah, I <laughs> but, but again, loved him as a junior. And, but again, we've we've had some guys that have moved on. Uh, Stanley Morgan was a big one. Spielman again. I think Spielman brought some confidence to Adrian um, to have a guy like Spielman out he there. He was he was definitely one of those kind of go to. Even uh, though he didn't really, there wasn't much to show last year, which yeah, is probably why it was left. a lot of it was a lot of kind of garbage time or you know game was out of hand yardage, yeah. but. Uh, he was kind of a safety blanket, I think. And, mm-hmm. I mean, Wandale kind of is that way. But they're kind of asking Wandale to do a lot more than he really should be doing. Yep. I mean. Well, maybe more than he should, but the fact that he is the only guy. Well, and that, yeah, that's it. Yeah. I mean, for Wandale to be Wandale, we need to have play here, play here, and then a big play with Wandale. Yep. Not Wandale for three, Wandale for two, Wandale for three. Yep. We need this, 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 Wandale big, you know, try something crazy. Yeah. I mean, he's, he, Wandale is one of those, he's, he's a great decoy again. Not that we want to use him as a decoy all the time, but I mean, if you're going to, let's say you run uh, 60 plays on offense in a game. Out of those 60 plays, you could use him as a decoy, probably 35, 40 of those plays. And get and the ball to him 15 times. And they're going to bite. And you, you, 15, 20 times, if they're going to bite every time because he is that big of a threat once he gets the ball. We saw it on that play. What did he get, like 40-some yards? on? I mean, how long was that one run he had in the game? Um, right. I mean, it was, it was, he, was break, he was breaking tackles, and that was, that's something that we know he can do, but we can't expect him to do it 30 times a game. And we can't expect him to do it when they're keying on him because that's the only person really to key on. Yeah. Um, Sean mentions defense. Uh, again, guys being out of position, not reading their their plays, not not getting off blocks. Again, yes, coaching. I agree, and that's that's our defensive line coach. That's Shenander. That is everybody that coaches players on the defense that falls on them. But our also, our players also have to execute the game plan, yeah. and they have to read those. They have to read the holes. They have to read the blocks. They have to get off the blocks. But again, what are we doing as coaching to sh- to teach them to get off the block, especially the young guys? A lot different than high school. So what are you doing to improve yourself? And we just haven't we haven't seen that yet. And I'm I'm hopeful because of the youth on the team that we see some more of it I'm next year. Definitely hopeful with it's uh, hard right now. With really Ty hard. with Ty Robinson's size as a redshirt freshman, mm-hmm. he's gonna be that guy up front for you know four more years or whatever, Five maybe, whatever yeah. he can play. Um, that is gonna be something you know that you can build around he'll be a captain and the the leader on the defensive line yeah he can be that big guy up front and you can kind of piece things together from that yeah and build off that so well, i'm yeah. excited for that but um yeah and again i, I think at some point we gotta switch from a three four to a four three i i, I totally we, agree i i never our, liked the three four damn it diaco um but our our, our three defensive linemen uh, they're not bad mm but when you're going up against five guys, you get zero pressure. And unless you yep. unless you are much stronger than the other guy and create some swim moves to get off, it's really going to be hard for you to get to the quarterback. Well, we only get pressure when we blitz the linebackers. And when we blitz the linebackers, then they, then they come, open up. Yes, exactly. Um, you know, Payne, he's, he was really good right off the bat, and he 
seems like somebody that can get a little bit of a pass rush, but it seems like every time he goes, then somebody slips in behind him and they hit it. Pain, pain's all over the place. I love, he is. I, love, I, 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 love I, I really like him. I like him a lot. And, you know, obviously you already talked about Nelson. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's just – it is a little bit tough to see, again, not being able to get a great pass rush. Because mm-hmm. that's where you start building on defense. And <laughs> takes, yeah. Take Sue, take Crick, you know, Randy Gregory. Like, there was a reason that these teams were good on defense. I'm character. Well, going back, that, yeah. yeah. Um, so, and yes, thanks for that shout out, Adam. That was nice. Yeah, um, yeah I mean, and, and uh, Pooty, what? How's Oregon State doing so far this year? He says Oregon State's roster is twenty five percent former Huskers. Man, they might be fifty percent former Huskers, um, and they still suck. Um, you know, you got you got Jebbia starting, you got Vedral starting, you got you know, and Patrick O'Brien starting for Colorado Patty State. Patrick O'Brien starting. I mean, yeah, that good for them. Do I think Vedral would have been successful at Nebraska? I don't know because Vedral is not the kind of quarterback Frost wanted at Nebraska as far as the type of offense he wants to run. Now, again, looking at this year, like maybe we should have kept him. He can throw the ball. But a lot of people keep looking at who left the team, how are they doing. It it comes down to the type of offense Scott wants to run. Yeah, and if they're not a part really, of that, he's not he's really, not going to play them. And I don't really care. what. what and if, what I if say – go, If you go to a school that – Throws the ball sixty to seventy percent of the time. That has nothing to do with how it would be at Nebraska. So yeah, and again, yeah, we have a lot of improvements to make. But you know, those guys, if they're being successful, good for them. But I, I don't pay attention to them. You know, of course, Federal's in the Big Ten, so you're going to hear about him. But I kept a little bit of an eye on JD just to see how he'd do because I thought maybe he would be pretty good for TCU, and then they didn't use him. Yeah, and then he got hurt and he's out for the season. season. So. Um, Sean says for Wandale, mistake you know we make is not getting him in space, probably because our backs, our back, our running back room is depleted. Um, that's man, I don't get, I don't, I don't get how we have guys that are dinged up so bad in our running back room. Are they really dinged up, or is something else going on that we can't get guys like Dedrick Mills, Ronald Tompkins, those guys consistently playing? Because we played how many games now? Four. And these guys have been some of these guys have been dinged up since game one, game two. Like, how do you are you getting dinged up in practice? Like, where are you getting dinged up to where you can't play right. in a game like that? I've yeah, never, I'm not I've entirely never seen, sure. I've never seen another team have a running back core who gets dinged up from one week to the next and can't play. It just it doesn't happen. So, what what are we not? What do we? What don't we know? Yeah. What's really happening? Are 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 these guys? Is it COVID? Is it something different? Is it their work ethic in practice? Like, what is the do, reason yeah, we're do not, they not seeing... Do they not earn a role in that week's game? Uh, Especially with wide receivers as well. I know Frost doesn't talk specific about injuries, and a lot of coaches don't, but, man, we're missing we're missing some key guys with Tom. You have our number one, number two running back that didn't even see the field last week because they were dinged up. Dinged up. What the hell does that Nick, mean? Nicked up. Nicked up, that's, dinged up. That's the, the go-to term. They I don't, can't, I don't they know. They can't play for some reason, but it drives me well, nuts. Well, and even that, North, that Northwestern game, I mean, they say Jurgens is out. Oh, he's a little bit dinged up. Turf, they said turf toe, I think, is what they said. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I, it's just it's frustrating because, again, I think I don't think it's a talent issue. I really don't. I don't think so either. I, I And honestly, probably the – 
team with the most talent we've played all year? We beat. Yeah. Penn State probably had the most talent. And yes, yeah, they, they're on five now. But. And, and yeah, I mean, I get it. They, you know, Micah Parsons is one of their best players, if not their best player on defense, and yeah. he, he opted out. Uh, they're uh, Brown, their running back, had to retire from football. Yeah. He was going to be a stud. Their quarterback's nowhere near what he was last year. I, I don't know what all they lost at their positions. But talent-wise, Penn State was probably the best talent team we played. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I, I guess I shouldn't take that. I should take that back. We did play Ohio State. We did, we did yeah. But so. we, we forget about that. Um, but, it, again, it's... It's frustrating when, you know, if you listen to, again, you listen to our preseason show, you go back to our preseason podcast or watch the show, and you're like, these guys don't know shit about football. Because we talked about our DBs, we talked about our, our linebackers, we talked about wide a, young, a young defensive line, our young wide receivers, but depth, and we talked about our running backs. And and I, it's, a, health, it's, it's a, healthy, a healthy Adrian Martinez. The healthiest he's uh, been since he's been in Nebraska, and we're not. That Luke pretty much. Won the job, but uh, Adrian had the experience. Did did he win the job? I don't know at this point. After after two games starting, do we really think he won the job? <laughs> He's had was it five interceptions now? He threw an interception against Northwestern. Threw an interception against Penn State, and three interceptions three against Illinois. Yep, five interceptions. He's got what two two fumbles lost, maybe three. He he accounted for four of our five turnovers in that game against Illinois. Man, what's our deal with quarterback turnovers? You're talking vision. You're talking um, Taylor Martinez, Tommy Armstrong. <laughs> yeah, it's it's fr- it's Luke. it's frustrating. And and here's here's my and I texted you during the game against Illinois. I said if they don't bring Adrian Martinez, and I said it actually after the first quarter. I don't know if I texted it to you, but I was like, bring Adrian in. I was kind of joking, but kind of not. And the the reason why I was kind of joking is because everybody was calling for Adrian's head in game one for the same reasons that they're not calling for Luke's head now. And I don't understand that because, again, they're dealing with the the same offense. They have the same guys on the field. It's not a quarterback. To me, it's not a quarterback issue. It's a quarterback coach issue is mario even on is is he on the coaching staff anymore have you seen him in a press conference i don't know has anybody talked to him i heard him in the offseason i talking about how great they were i haven't seen him smoking a cigar like he's supposed to be this quarterback guru but our quarterbacks suck so my thing is i'd like to look at another team that has kind of a similar situation do you give him a half and say okay Sorry, it's not your day. Come out at halftime, at second half, and go with the other guy because yes. in both t- games, Northwestern and Illinois, I thought we should have switched quarterbacks at halftime. Adrian sucked in the first half against Northwestern. I thought we should have gone with Luke. We waited too long, and it was too little, too late against Iowa. Or sorry, not <laughs> Iowa against Illinois. Luke, it wasn't his day. Mm-hmm. He had he had a pretty decent day against Penn State. It was not his day against Illinois. Can we come out with Adrian and either get some type of spark, yep. just change things up, maybe throw their defense off a little bit because now they've got – oh, oh, now I, we got to – maybe they can throw the ball a little bit more, yep. a little bit better. We can't just key in on Luke running the ball every time. I don't know. That's the way I see it. 
but I'm not a coach. And, and I feel like I feel like Luke's confidence is probably shaking a little bit in that game. I mean, yep. You come in, you throw three picks, you have a fumble turnover. You know, you're not having a great game passing or running the ball. You're getting beat up. I mean, you're taking hits. At some point, as a nothing's co- really as a moving. Coach, Frost says that he has no doubt that Luke is the future quarterback I and the future that. of Husker football. That honestly, that pissed me off. I love Scott Frost. I really do. But that comment, if you're Adrian Martinez, how much fire does that put under you? And maybe that's maybe that's why he said that. Maybe. But, but when he that's brought, a pretty bold statement. When he brought right. Adrian here. He said that his freshman year. He's the future of Husker football. Now he's saying that about a redshirt freshman. Adrian's got technically two years that he can play after this. And that's your that's your statement when Luke just threw three interceptions and had a fumble. Your statement is he's the future of Husker football. What is Husker Nation supposed to think of that? What right. are we supposed to think of that as fans? That is that's frustrating. And again, maybe that is I'm gonna put the fire under Adrian because he did say that Adrian's got a chip on his shoulder. He's I'm sure been, he does. He's been playing and practicing with a chip on his shoulder. Mm-hmm. I would love love to see Adrian start against Iowa. Before before we go into Iowa, Adrian against Illinois the last two years dominated. Yeah, dominated. We had over 600 yards of offense last year. I think over 500 yards the year before. Oh, it was five to six. Yeah, we, that, we were at that game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and we don't start that quarterback that's played against Illinois, who doesn't have, who has a lot of the same guys on the team still, yeah. including Brandon Peters. And we don't start the guy that has had success the last two years. We started a redshirt freshman. Yeah. That made me mad to begin with, but I would not be surprised, and I wouldn't be upset if Adrian starts against Iowa. Um, what I think would almost be maybe not cooler because it would be mm. stressful, but is if Luke started and then Adrian ended up coming in and coming from behind to win the game. That would be a good storyline. However, yes. I might lose a couple more years off my life. But um, – no, I can't see him getting the start. I can't, I can't say I disagree. I can't. I can't, either, I, I can't say I disagree with you though. I want it. Um, I mean, <laughs> the last two years, it's come down to a last-second field goal by Iowa. Yeah. So I mean, Adrian's done pretty well for two years against a, an Iowa team that has probably been better than us during those two games, if not the last five. But yep. um, I do think. That we see both, in my opinion. I I want to I want so bad to do what we did when we brought Luke in the game and Adrian on the field both at the same time. There's no reason they they both need to be on the field. They're both athletic enough. And again, I'd rather I'd rather see Adrian in the QB position in that situation. But again, decoys. You're talking about two threats. Iowa knows this too. I was not stupid. They know what Adrian can do on the field. They know maybe we haven't seen it this year as much, but they know what he can do on the field. Use him. Use both of them. Use them strategically to where you can make a difference in the game. And we have, for some reason... The only time we did that against was against Ohio State, and it worked. And again, they thought it was a good idea against Ohio State, the one of the top four teams in the country, but we're not going to do it against any other team. Why? Well, and oh, that's frustrating. It, it was it was a little frustrating for the Ohio State game, and we talked about it, so I'm not going to go all the way back into it. But things that they were doing was working, um, and some other things weren't. But when they had both those guys on the field, it seemed like 
you kept Ohio State guessing. Yeah. And, you know, maybe they thought, oh, well, that was our only option against Ohio State. We can't really do that against some of these other teams. You got to have something better than you did against Illinois last week on offense. 100%. You have to have something better on offense. Dalton says, Adrian at QB, Luke at halfback, do a spread option. Um, hand the ball off to Luke. He can chuck it downfield. Again, it's that, that's what we talked about too. Get get some create get some create creativity. You got Wandale going one way. You got Luke going the other way. You got Adrian with the ball. Like, who, sh- what are you gonna do? For shit's sake, I bet I bet uh, Wandale can throw the ball too. I mean, I guarantee he can. So you have you have we have we do have threats on offense. And people can doubt that as much as they want. We do have threats. We aren't using them. And why, I do not know. Yeah, we're just going to have to see what. I, I just. If, All right. Iowa. Go ahead. Let's, let's talk about okay. Iowa. Let's just, just move say. on. I'm sorry. I, it's just so hard. I, we, we thought we wouldn't talk very long, but uh, we'll talk for about 15 minutes here on Iowa. So Iowa started off 0-2. We're kind of laughing at them. We're 0-1. We didn't get to play against Wisconsin. We're like, ah, they're 0-2. Um yeah, they lost I, I pretty was Northwestern. <clears throat> I was improved. And we actually they, we played a good game. They they tore up Minnesota. <laughs> and they tore up Michigan State. Yep. And they tore up Penn State. Yep. So um uh, Goodson is having a good year. We're gonna have to be a lot better on run defense because yep. that's what Iowa does is run the ball. We're going to have to be a lot better in every aspect on offense because they're, they run the ball and they play defense. Yep. It's a Big Ten team. They're a lot like Northwestern. Yep. They run the ball and they play defense. They are a little bit better running the ball than Northwestern. Yeah. And probably about the same, if not maybe this year, maybe not quite as good as Northwestern's defense is. I, 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 think, um, I think Northwestern's defense is probably the best in the country. They're, they're, like, they're like top ten in, in, in a lot of categories. Yeah. But, um, they're top five in a lot of categories. Yeah. So, um, well, and Don mentions the, the offensive line. I actually don't think our offensive line is that bad. I think, I think a big portion of our offense is the play calling. Yeah. Because there's a, there's a lot of times all, there there are times that way all year. when when Luke turned over the ball in that last game all tur- all the turnovers minus the first one where he had time to get rid of the ball and he missed he missed oh my god he missed wide open receivers Xavier Betts body language was like oh shit, I was wide open right. the Wandale pass he threw out of bounds Wandale was wide open he not only did he throw late but he threw it out of bounds and he threw one. Uh, I mean, I think it may have hit Wandale's hands, but it was over his head. It was high. Um, and I said, you got to catch that ball, but at the same time, put it in his chest. He was there. Yeah. And, I mean, I think there there were probably a couple of drops, but mm-hmm. at the same time, that and that's why when you say Adrian may need to play, I mean, I know he struggled really, really bad, those, yep. you know, if not the first game, but also that Northwestern game of throwing the ball. But now we're seeing Northwestern – Kind of starting to look pretty freaking good. Yeah. And it, you know, I don't know what the what the right answer is. Yeah. Sean, Scott doesn't know what the right yeah. answer is. Uh, Sean says, you know, he just wants to see improvement. Um, thought the first three games, we finally were going to see that through the year. I agree. Um, after last week, not so sure. Um, Sean, thanks for joining. Check out the podcast if you want to listen to the rest. Um, and honestly, I think that him. there was improvements in the first three games. The fourth game was 
a very, 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 very digression from those first three games. Yeah. So. Yeah, and, and Dalton says he wants to move on to Iowa, but can we all agree not to bring the black jerseys back? I freaking love those jerseys. I, I love the awesome. jerseys, but every time we wear jersey, specialty jerseys, four. we suck. Well, well, for our last four, we're 0-4, I believe. When we busted out the black, I, I don't know if it was black jerseys or black The black with the red. Uh, I had that jersey when on. When we played Wisconsin and Taylor Martinez, we beat Wisconsin. Came back and beat him. That's the jersey. A terrible I have. game. <laughs> I have yes. the exact jersey. However, three. however, that same year, Penn State and Ohio State were on sanctions, so we played at Wisconsin in the Big Ten yep. championship game, yep. and they waxed our ass. Yep. So, uh, but either way, I, I love the jerseys. That was actually also too the last time we beat Wisconsin. Yes, I love the jerseys. Um, but yeah, I mean, I just. Again, I think Gosh, that, that handing, really, out, handing out those black shirts was hard. Handing out the black shirts, and then they wear the jerseys, and it and they didn't show up. I feel that like, was very, very, very depressing and discouraging. I feel, like black, I feel like the black shirts have no meaning anymore, and I, I want them to have meaning. Yes, we have some guys. 12 guys? No. No. Doman? Number 13. Yes. Doman. Honus has had a good year. And I say number 13, knowing Domans is my favorite player Dude, on defense. Luke Reimer, I would yeah. give, I would have given him a black shirt too. Um, maybe Ty Robinson, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. But I wouldn't I'd have to watch a little bit more film to, to see for sure. But Three or four guys maybe. That's right. it. No, who, no one else has earned a black shirt through three games. Not a single person. JoJo Doman against Penn State played every single down, 91 yep. plays on defense. Yep. He, and he and they even said his play 91 was like play 30. Yeah. His – and Colin Miller said that. Yeah. Call, I mean, Colin Miller, I love listening to the guy after the game, after beating Penn State and what he said about his teammates. And But you could have given out one black shirt and it would have been Doman. Yeah. And I think if you give out – again, you give out 12 to guys that I don't – Boodle I, – I, Boodle has not played great. Cam Taylor Britt has had sparks of good games, but not consistent great games. You hand out twelve black shirts, I think that that degrades the meaning of what a black shirt is and why it gets handed out. And it's I, tough because JoJo Doman, one and only. If they I, did that, if they handed out one black shirt, think about JoJo as a leader on that team, yeah. as a senior who could technically come back next year. I going in honestly, saying, I really guys, hope I hope he does. Man, like, dude, he got a black shirt. Now you're gonna want to emulate his performance on the field because you're gonna see why he earned his black it, shirt. You got twelve guys. It is Garrett Nelson. Seriously, man, come it, on. He didn't get. A, I know. On. I'm with you. It's tough because you feel like they they rallied for that win and they showed up on back to back drives to they got inside the ten yard line. They stopped him. I know they gave up a lot of yards, but. Maybe you think, man, if we give them out, they're going to build on it. It kind of seems like it backfired, if, if you ask me, but yeah. I don't know. what. Again, I, you know, I'm, I'm not the coach again. It's just I, it felt silly to hand out 12 black shirts when 12 guys weren't deserving. Yeah. And that's all I got to say on that. So um, we got Iowa on Friday. And we better come to play. If, if we beat Iowa, Jimmy, if we beat Iowa, what are your thoughts on the rest of the season in general? Just in general. We, I would we say beat two and three. I would say it is if we beat Iowa, it is gonna be a week to week 
to week to week to see which team shows up because Iowa's going to be probably one of the better teams we've seen so far. Uh, we're going to have to show up. We're going to have to be our best to win this game. Mm-hmm. If we win this game, we have the potential to beat Purdue, to beat Minnesota. Yeah. But if we don't, then we very, very easily could lose to those teams. And then we just blame COVID. Right? Blame 2020. <laughs> blame the entire year. Yeah. Um, now, a quick little note on this weekend. So, we already know Wisconsin cannot have a shot at the Big Ten Championship. Northwestern lock, basically locks up the West. They lock up, yeah, and, and they, again, not very many games left, but they'll, they'll lock up the West. Um, Wisconsin would have had to win out with Northwestern uh, losing, but Northwestern would have had to lose two games in the conference, which wasn't going to happen. So, um, Northwestern is going to win the Big Ten West. Uh, Ohio State's going to win the East. We know that. It's going to be head-to-head, Big Ten Championship. Uh, Ohio State might not play this weekend. Did you see this? Um, Ohio State has, like, I think five or six cases of COVID right now. Who are they playing? Hold on. Look it up. Because I was going to say what could be interesting is if both those teams went out, what type of positions could those teams be in at the end of the year? Ohio State plays Illinois. Of course they do. On Saturday. So, so my question, well, they might that not be play. That could be their second cancellation. That would be interesting. What if they had a third cancellation? Ohio State can no longer play for the Big Ten Championship. Yeah, that would be pretty Holy nice. crap, right? Northwestern could go then. Because Northwestern would play Maryland? Maybe. How many games have they missed? One. Or there's been two now. They've missed they two. Played this last, they didn't play this last weekend. They didn't play against Ohio State. So they didn't play this last weekend. And they didn't play against uh, whoever they were supposed to play this so weekend. So they had two games. Ooh. So, yeah. This could get interesting. Um, Northwestern could just be a shoe-in. If, if I was going to go back to what I was going to say, uh, not that. Sorry, I can't not, let you no, talk no, sometimes. No, I just get fired no, up. No, what I was going to say up. was. If things do play out the way that they are right now, West, yep. East, and, you know, Clemson loses another game, which they won't, or, you know, whatever. Notre Dame loses a game. Bama loses a game. Whatever. Did their game get canceled with Auburn? No. Oh, okay. Just Saban. Saban's the only COVID positive. Oh, yeah. He's a fi- Yeah. <laughs> well, no, this, so, not again. He's oh. officially positive. Oh, okay. He's oh, actually, yeah. He actually has some minor symptoms. Anyway, so... <laughs> Um, what, you know, is Ohio State number two, Northwestern number three by that point? Or four and five or whatever? So, obviously the winner of that game goes. Yeah. But if it's, I don't know, it could be interesting. Yeah, and, and, yeah, could be. Uh, we saw the first college football playoff rankings. Ha! Um, again, I, I... I feel for teams like BYU, um, because they... There all the talks been that fourteenth. That yeah, all the talks been that they might actually be able to. I mean, Cincinnati. Thank almost thank God we didn't have to play them this oh, year because they probably would have rolled us up at home. But um, yeah, you kind of feel for teams like that, and that's kind of how it's been over the years. Cincinnati might possibly, probably not have a shot. Yeah, but uh, it's the first week. Every it's a TV show. They do yeah. it for it's ratings just, yeah, and, and for speculation. And for for shit's sake, about. Georgia's in the 
top are they in the top ten? They number nine. Nine, nine. With two losses. Come on, man. Like yeah. come on. You can't do so. that. You can't do that. That's just that's wrong. Uh David says black jerseys, all whites, all reds, black road uniforms should always be in the mix. Stop thinking it's a uniform thing, you sound idiotic. Love it, David. I, I agree. Again, it's not the jerseys. It's I love the well, specialty now, jerseys. The black shirts, I think, is a different mentality. But again, the black jerseys and the, no, the, the, I, the I white, love, the I white love, with the skulls. I love the alternate. I love the alternate jerseys. I'm just saying we just don't perform very well in those games. It's, it's weird. It, and I, it I is what know. it is. I'm I'm just speaking facts. But I agree, you can look I agree, it up if you want. But I agree with you, Dave. I think we're uh, you know again it's. Uh, the alternate jerseys are fun. I'm always I so jacked about them, and then we wear them, and I'm jacked about them, and then we don't play well. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, it's, it's not a uniform thing; it's a mentality thing. It's the way we come out and perform every game. Um, when you think we'd be jacked up, that's exactly. just my takeaway from it. Exactly. So, David, appreciate your comment, and I agree with you. Um, man, let's I just hope, come out I and beat Iowa. I, let's win. Yeah. After we beat Iowa, can we have everybody on the sideline blow their kicker a kiss? That'd be good. That'd be beautiful. I'd love it. We go to Iowa City. Um, no fans. Right. Doesn't matter. But we know some Iowa fans, so we need to get a W. Pootie, David needs a beer, but don't we all need a beer right now? But David's right. He's 100% right about the jerseys. It doesn't doesn't matter what jersey we wear. Um, but, no, it doesn't. But you got to win. We gotta That's win, for baby. sure. Well, let's win. get a W on Friday. And uh, Dalton says, by the way, Nebraska ball, 1-0. Uh, <laughs> 102 to 55. Dude, they, they put they put up 50 points they, in the first half, and I was yeah. like, what the hell? I got the notification. I forgot they were playing at 11, and I got it, and I was like, oh, they scored over 100 points. <laughs> Last year, they lost the first game to was somebody it? that I had, like Savannah State or somebody yeah, yeah. I never heard was of. Was it McNeese State that they beat? Yeah, but yeah. They, they only scored like 47 points or yeah. 57 points, something like that, and they lost. So, yeah, maybe a turnaround. Hey, and a uh, quick shout-out to um, – uh, Rex Burkhead towards ACL. He's out for the year. Did he end up tearing his ACL? Yeah, you didn't know that? Yeah. I saw he was out, but I wasn't sure what it was. Damn. Unfortunately for Burkhead, he was having a hell of a good year. Yeah. Um, so shout out to you, Burke. Uh, hell of a good season so far. Hope to see you next, back next year stronger than ever. Yeah. Um, if I'm, not with the Patriots, hopefully with somebody else, because I know he fits well with that Patriots offense, but... He, he, he's he's a specialty guy, that's for sure. He's not an every down back, but he's a specialty guy that makes a big difference in, in the game. He can score some so TDs when you need him to. He can. So um, happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Yes, for um, sure. Enjoy it. Stay safe out there um, and hope to see you back. I don't know. We'll, we'll figure out a showtime after the game Friday. Depends we'll on see. How we'll see how the game Saturday goes. Saturday or Sunday. We will be back. We'll announce it on our page. Announce it on Cornell's Grenation here. Thanks for joining in for everybody that did today. A couple newcomers that we haven't seen. Um, go Big Red. I'm Matt. I'm Jimmy. We're two average guys. We usually go on Sundays, so if you came today, yep. different time, come check us out on Sunday. Y'all we'll see you night. next time. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy holidays. Drink your beer. Can you hear me? Hey. Hey.